Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to a special edition of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. With me, as always, my co-host on the Steelers preview, Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield. Now, you might be wondering what the heck's going on. The Steelers preview is a Thursday night show. Tonight's supposed to be the Steelers burning question, but today's not just your regular Wednesday. To believe it or not, this is one of my favorite days of the year, and that is the NFL schedule has been released. All day there were leaks. Turns out all the leaks related to the Pittsburgh Steelers, which we had on Behind the Steel Curtain, were true. And now we have the full 16-game slate in front of us, and we are going to dissect it and predict it here in a second. But before that, let's bring in my co-host, Brian. How are you this fine evening? Good evening, my friends. And to quote Brian Adams, he spells it B-R-Y-A-N. I spell it B-R-Y-A-N. And I'm going to parody him a little bit. There's something about schedule time. Something about schedule time. <laughs> when the Steelers are 16-0 and 0 in my head. <laughs> Dave, I don't know there how you're going to top that. But Dave Schofield, how are you doing? I am here. I am ready. I am researching. I am doing all I can to get everything done here for you. It's an exciting time because even though free agency has happened and the NFL draft is right around the corner, this is the first time where you really see 2019 in front of you. You can see the games. You knew the opponents for months now, but now you can really take a look at it. But before we get into the schedule, before we get into the predictions, the giveaway, those that have been following the show know that we are giving away two tickets to the Pittsburgh Steelers draft day party blitz, whatever you want to call it, at Heinz Field. Two tickets for free, given out to one of you. Now, if you've been following along, we've already asked two questions. And so you'd have to go back to previous podcasts that are on YouTube. So that would be um, the Steelers preview from last week and the standard is the standard this past Sunday. Get those questions and write them down. I did have a couple people email me and say, is it okay if I just send in all of my answers at once? That's fine. You can do that because we're going to take all of the all the answers anyways but you have to get all the answers correct. And last and certainly not least, you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Once you do that, if you win them, the tickets are yours. Go have fun. We hope that you take some photos, maybe tweet at us on Twitter. The pictures would be great to see. Dave is the man running this show. His email address, I'm going to get this right, is STLR, Steeler abbreviated, STLR, Dad at gmail.com. I'll say that again. S-T-L-R, superfandad, at gmail.com. Once he reads the question, if you know the answer, you email that. I will put that in the description of this video and on the article on behindthesteelcurtain.com. Question number three. David, are you ready? I am ready. A couple things I want to remind everyone. One, please don't throw the answer out in the live chat or any yes. of the comments or anything. Yes, yes, yes. Two, if you email it in and you do not get a response then there was a problem with the email. I have responded pretty much with a general response to every submission. So if you think you've answered and you did not get a response, then it has not gone through. And you can continue, even if you missed the other ones, you can just include it with the next one or do all of them at the end, it's fine. Um, at the end of the next, or when we do the, the fourth question, we will tell you, when the deadline is that you, when you have to have it in, we'll make sure we get that to you. That'll be tomorrow night. So here's question number three. This is once again, dealing with the draft in the Kevin Colbert era. So since the year 2000, 
the Steelers drafted a player that played 100 NFL games, none of which were for the Steelers. Who was that player? So it's a player drafted by the Steelers, played 100 NFL games, none of them were for the Steelers. Okay, so the key there is drafted, not an undrafted free agent, not picked up off the waiver wire. This is a player that was a Kevin Colbert draft pick and did not play a game for the Steelers, but has credited for 100 NFL games. So keep that in mind. And Lance Williams in the live chat says it's Jeff Hartman. That is not correct, Lance. Thanks for playing. <laughs> um, better luck next time. So, um, yeah, again, STLR superfandad at gmail.com. You're getting finally, Jeff. <laughs> All right. So if you know the answer, email Dave and let him know. And I'm hope we're hoping that um, tomorrow night will be tomorrow night. Steeler preview will be back. All three of us will be back and we'll ask the final question and we will announce the winner uh, right before the NFL draft to give everyone plenty of time. Maybe we'll do that on the standard as a standard since that's Sunday. We'll announce the winner. So let's get to the schedule. The schedule is out. I'm super pumped. A good friend of mine that I used to work with, we cre we acted like this day was Christmas Day. We would we'd always try to predict who the first opening day game was. And although this year it's oh, Chicago at Green Bay, I know it's the 100-year anniversary and all that stuff, but that's just not a sexy game for me. No, Uncool. Exactly. Uncool. The real kickoff game is going to be New England Patriots, Pittsburgh Steelers. We've seen this before, haven't we? We have. So, gentlemen, we're going to go week by week, first quarter, and we're just going to say maybe a quick sentence or two and whether you think it's a win or a loss. So we'll start with Brian, then we'll go to Dave, then I will go ahead and predict, and then we'll move on. So week one, Brian, Steelers at Patriots. What do you got? It's not cool that that's not on Thursday night. Patriots got ripped off, but it is the Patriots, so who cares? It's a loss. David? I'm also going to go with a loss there. It's just, I know the, the Chiefs pulled it off a couple of years ago where they won in New England on the Super Bowl celebration. That's a very difficult time to do it. The Steelers are 0-5 there um, anyway um, in games with, I think, with Ben. Um, so... I'm going to say it's a loss, and then I'd love to be pleasantly surprised. I I love that it's not on Thursday. I love that it's not the premier game. It's going to feel just like another Sunday night game. I think that benefits the Steelers. The Steelers go to New England and shock the world. They go 1-0 in my book. Week 2. This game surprised me. I did not think they would be put this game in Week 2. Week two, the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, the highest paid player in the NFL as of right now, travels to Pittsburgh for a one o'clock start. Seahawks at Steelers. Brian, your thoughts? I'm going with the Steelers in the home opener, beating the Seahawks. Dave? Same here. Home opener. Got to love them at Heinz Field to start off. I'll take a win there. I, too, think the Steelers will win. I'm not that impressed with Seattle. Uh, Russell Wilson is great. I don't know if they've done enough to get, we give him the weapons and that defense is certainly not the Legion of boom that it once was. My question for you, Dave is, are you going to be at this game? I have to have a big discussion with my brother-in-law <laughs> because we, we split them up. We love one o'clock games Absolutely. and I am pretty sure unless that's going to be one that I could, I could sell for a killing. Um, one of us will be at that game. Uh, absolutely. So week three, the Steelers, travel across country to the West Coast for a 4.25 p.m. Eastern time start where they play the San Francisco 49ers. Brian, Jimmy G, Big Ben, what do you think? 
you know, I just, uh, I hate to fall in line with them not doing that well on the West Coast. Something about this game scares me. I'm going to put the L on them. Okay, Dave. This was one of my toss-up games. I had six toss-up games, and I paired them off to where I thought they would go one and one in them. So I had to pick this one as a win or a loss. I'll tell you when the other one was I matched this one with. Between the two, I went ahead and put this one as a W. I don't like them on the West Coast either. But uh, for some reason, San Francisco, I just think, is, is a team that they can get. So I'm going to take the win here. I, too, am going to take the win. Uh, Jimmy G is untested. Yeah, he's played well when he's healthy. Missed him a solid last season with a dumb knee injury. Um, again, I just feel like this is another NFC West team that just does not impress me that much. I'm going to say the Steelers start off 3-0. and So now they come back to Heinz Field in Week 4, their first AFC North Division game of the season. This is a Monday nighter, guys. The Bengals at Pittsburgh. Brian, your turn. Steelers at home on Monday night are golden. Cincinnati is a tire fire. Take the Steelers in a landslide. And Dave? Um, I, Cincinnati being so bad is somewhat scary because, you know, sometimes division games against bad teams, the Steelers might not come out the strongest, but not in prime time, not on Monday night. That's a win. I think that's a win as well. So correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. I know you're keeping track. I have the Steelers in the first quarter going 4-0. I know that my buddy Lance, who's in the live chat, says that I'm, that's probably not a shock to anyone. <laughs> you all have them, what, 3-1? and one? Brian is actually 2-2. Two and two. Oh, okay. So you had lost. Oh, okay, San Francisco. That's he's right. got okay. New England and San Francisco. Right. But that's okay. a toss-up one for me. I know. Yeah, I, I agree. And one or 2-2. and two. I agree. Absolutely. Okay. So now we go to the second quarter. This is where it gets kind of interesting for me. Week five, the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers, one o'clock start. Brian, what say you? I'm, I'm going to get crucified for this. I'm going with another loss, but I've got a method. They're not going to solve um, Lamar Jackson first time around, even though it's at home. We're going to put the L on them. Okay, Dave. All right, I got to make sure I'm keeping up with this. Get the L for Brian. Here's the deal for me. This was another toss-up game for me. I have both games with the Ravens and the Steelers as toss-up games. I assume they're going to go one and one. And shockingly, I think they're both going to win on the road. And I think a lot of what Brian said with figuring out Lamar Jackson the first time. So I have this one down as a loss this time. It's crazy, but I agree with you guys. I think that this would be the first loss the Steelers suffer of the season. The Ravens at Heinz Field is just not a situation that they're scared of. I could easily, you talked about having those fence games, Dave. This could be one for me because that defense is going to look completely different. They did pick up Earl Thomas, but they lost a ton of talent on that defense. So it'll be interesting to see. But I'll say that I always pick them to split with the Ravens. I'll give them the L on this one. So then we go to week six. The Steelers travel back across country to play the Los Angeles Chargers. This is a Sunday night or 8.20 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Brian, do the Chargers get the best of the Steelers? You know what? I had this down as a loss and I've changed it. The Steelers are going to be triumphant to quote Bill and Ted most triumphant. Excellent. And so three and three. All right, Dave. Win on the road. 
I don't like the West Coast. I have them losing two out of three. I think they can win one this time. When I say West Coast, I'm throwing Arizona in there as well. Um, but I'm going ahead and put this one down as a loss, although um, the Chargers are a team that they have beaten out there. Um, the, I think the Chargers are pretty solid, so I think this is going to be a tough one. So I'm just going to bark it up as a loss. I'm going to put this as a loss as well. The Steelers just don't travel well to the West Coast. So that means that heading into the bye week, I have the Steelers at 4-2, and two, losing back-to-back games, which is going to be really tough on the fan base. But at the same time, Week 7, there's a bye week. Guys, real quick, thoughts on this Week 7 bye week? You like it? Is it too early? Uh, do you prefer it to be later? Brian, what do you think about the bye week? Worst week. I hate the bye week, but that's not a bad area for it because I think they're going to start off slow. That's going to be a chance to get things back together. So week seven's fine for a bye week with me. Get it out of the way and get rolling. Dave? It's okay. I mean, I don't like it when it's earlier, when it's three or four. That's that's pretty bad. Um, I think it's interesting that it's wedged in between two primetime games where they actually have the extra time because they come off the bye week onto a Monday night. Um, I wish it would have been the other way around. It would have been Monday before and Sunday after. But that's not the end of the world. It's a good time, middle of October. I can play my vacation around that now. Well, it's about as close as you get to the middle of the season, so I'm happy with that. I don't like, as, as I think someone said, week three and four, is, those are the worst. So I'll take the week seven bye. So they come off the bye week. Week eight, the Miami Dolphins come to Pittsburgh. People were stunned that the Miami Dolphins got a Monday night, but this is a Monday night game at Heinz Field. Brian, which way are you leaning on this one? Yeah, I love this game. They will beat the Dolphins at home, and this is uh, really when they get they get started. So this is Big the beginning. Game for this is the beginning for you. Okay, I like that. Dave, what about yep. you? Ditto. He said it perfectly. I agree. I think the Steelers come off the bye with a vengeance, and they put it to the Dolphins. And the Dolphins at this point could be in full tanking for Tua mode by week eight. So it could be a dumpster fire. But Pittsburgh at home on primetime, we know what that's like. So week nine, here come the Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Luck. This is not primetime, but it is at Heinz Field Sunday, November 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Brian, the Colts and Andrew Luck, there's a lot of history with this these two teams uh, in Pittsburgh, and it's not always the best. How do you see this game shaking out? Well, I was there a couple of years ago when I'm Ben threw six touchdowns against Andrew Luck, and it was just a fantastic uh, time. I'm still thinking that it's going to shape up just fine. Um, the Steelers seem to uh, have Andrew Luck's number, and they're going to uh, continue with a win here. Dave? Sorry, I was writing that down and I'm still on mute. That's okay. That's uh, yeah, this 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 is where they where they're they'll do well here. I like them going up against the Colts. I think they play well against the Colts at Heinz Field, and I think I'm gonna try to get to this one. Okay. So I'm going with a win. This would be a good one to go see. I think the Colts are an improved team. I think they're going to be better this year, even than they were last year, and they were a playoff team last year. But I think the Steelers win this game. So here we are at the midway point for the Steelers after eight games. Um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, I have them at six and two. What are the other standings so far from the, uh, from you guys? So far we are at Jeff with six and two, Brian at five and three and Dave at five and three. Okay. Pretty close. So we head into the third quarter of the season. This one is really interesting for me. So they have three straight home games here coming off of the bye week and the third and final 
home game is the Los Angeles Rams at the Pittsburgh Steelers, a 425 start Sunday, November 10th. This is unique. An NFC representative in the Super Bowl. Brian, what do you think about this game? This is a great team coming in on a 425 game at Heinz Field. This is where the Steelers shine. Um, if this was Tampa Bay coming in, I'd actually worry. But it's uh, the Los Angeles Rams. They are going to be up, and they're going to win this game. Okay. David? All right. Um, <laughs> I had out of the next two games, them both being toss-up games, and had to pick one to win and one to lose. And I, I picked this one as the loss just because of the level of competition. But um, I, I think over this next two stretch, they'll win one out of these two. So I'll, I'll take this one as the loss. Okay, I'm going to take it as a win. I just, we all know that the Steelers and especially Ben Roethlisberger played completely different at home compared to on the road. So I'm going to take this as a W. This is where things get interesting. From week 11 to week 13, three straight divisional games, and they play the Browns in two out of those three games. Week 11 is a Thursday night matchup, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, November 14th, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. Brian, the much-improved the highly touted Browns. How do you see it working out? In this game, it's there's going to be too much emotion on the mistake by the lake. Cleveland rocks. They win this game. Dave. Okay, just to clarify, Cleveland wins the game, right? Cleveland Brian? wins the game. Okay, just making sure. You said yep. Jay. I was making sure it was you were still talking about Cleveland. Um, this was where I said where I thought the Steelers would win one out of the two, and I, I, I they play great in Cleveland and in Cincinnati um, with their stats. But and I was a little concerned with it being the short week and having to travel. But it's the bus trip, so I was really it was basically a coin flip, and this was the one that won. So I have Cleveland. I have them beating Cleveland, coming off a loss to the a tough loss to the Rams. This is a game that I think you know, Thursday night, the whole nation's watching, prime time. Cleveland's a bad, they're so stead, determined to beat the Steelers. They're not going to beat the Steelers. I've got the Steelers to win this game. I think they shut up the Browns and their fan base at their place because we know Ben Roethlisberger in the state of Ohio is pretty money. And speaking of the state of Ohio, week 12, he goes back to Ohio. They traveled to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. This is a Sunday game, 1 o'clock, week 12. Did the Bungles have a chance here, Brian? Not at all. Um, they are going to vie for the number one pick in next year's draft and um, probably get their quarterback next year. Um, they're not winning this game. Dave? Bengals are going to get their quarterback this year, but regardless, the Steelers are going to win this game. I agree. I like the Steelers to win and continue to roll coming off of that bye week. And then week 13, here we go again. Browns come to Pittsburgh this time. How do you see this shaking out? Is it different than the week 11 matchup, Brian? It's my birthday weekend. And I tell you what, present for me is the Steelers get revenge and beat the Browns on their own turf. Dave. I think being at Heinz Field and being a 425 start. So this is another national game for them. I think that will play into the Steelers' hands and they will win this game. Good point oversight on my part that it was a 425 start. This is the game the Steelers lose. 
I think they're going to split with the Browns this year. I think it's the Browns that come into Pittsburgh. They're a little bit more calm this time. They, a lot of those new players have experienced the rivalry now. I like the Browns to win. Next, week 14, December 8th. I'm sorry. Hold on. That's the Dave. end of the quarter. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and refresh, refresh that. Okay. Uh, I'm adding them up here. So, Jeff is – all three of us had them going three and one in that quarter. So therefore Jeff has the Steelers at nine and three. Brian and I have them both have them at eight and four. All right. Still pretty close as we get into the last quarter. Pittsburgh goes to the West Coast again. I guess if you want to call Arizona the West Coast, I'm pretty sure that's mountain time. Um, I, Dave, am I correct in thinking that? You are correct. They are in the mountain time zone. Them and Denver are the only two teams that are in that time zone. Okay, so not necessarily West Coast, but they do have to make a, a, a substantial trip. This is Sunday, December 8th, 4.25 p.m. start. Arizona, the team with the number one overall pick. Brian, what do you think about this game? They win in Arizona. They uh, they typically do okay out there. It didn't start out well back in 1988, but most of the time they go in there and pick up a victory. All right, Dave. This was my toss-up game with the with the um, 49ers that I thought they would win one of them. And since I gave them the win early, I think they might just have a little bit of a stumble here at the end and not and and lose in Arizona to a team that probably will have a losing record. Um, but they're them traveling out there is what's what's going to get them. And then uh, this will be the wake-up call they need for the final stretch. But they'll lose this one. When they when they lose to subpar teams, typically they have a quarterback on the other side that plays extremely well. Even if you go back to like when Tampa Bay beat Pittsburgh at Heinz field with Mike Glennon, like Mike Glennon had a great game that day. He might not have statistically slung it around, but he, he didn't play poorly. I don't think they have a quarterback to do that. I like the Steelers to win this one. And that means that I have them going two out of three on the West coast, which would surprise a lot of people. Week 15 Sunday, 1 PM, December 15th, Buffalo bills come to Pittsburgh. The bills, no, nah, it's kind of they're kind of an enigma. Not sh not sure what to think about Josh Allen, a quarterback. Brian, what do you think about this game? This is kind of a tough one for me. Nobody circles the toilet like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> they will lose. All right, Dave, you agree? Disagree? Once again, he keeps saying they, and I'm making sure that the okay, Bills. So, well, I the mean, Bills will lose. the, the Steelers Bills will win. Okay, the Bills will lose. I mean, if they're circling um, the toilet, Dave, they're not going to suddenly be like, hey, we win. We that, was, that was my conclusion as well. But uh, you never know. Sometimes you get people <laughs> that do that where they say, oh, this team's terrible. Yeah, the Steelers will lose the game. Um, but we're not going to do that. Just uh, a couple things. I was at that Mike Glennon game. That was heartbreaking. Um with what nine seconds left? Yes. Uh, the the Steelers going against teams with with losing records over the last ten years. The Steelers have the sixth best record against teams that finish with a non winning record at the end of the season. People think that the Steelers lose all these games to to, to people that don't have winning records, but guess what? Everybody does. Everybody does. So anyway, um, oh my pick for this one. Oh, Steelers. I agree. This is their last regular season home game. I think the Steelers win and give the fans their, their due at home. And so they finish up on the road. Week 16, this is the Le'Veon Bell Bowl. 
The New York Jets host the Pittsburgh Steelers in New Rutherford, New Jersey. 1 p.m. start, December 22nd, right before Christmas. Brian, is it a Christmas present, or is it a flaming bag of dog poo on everyone's doorstep? Well, boy, do I wish this game was at home. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is not going to be the hype that you think it is. Le'Veon Bell is not going to play in this game. He will be hurt. The the Steelers win this game. No problem. Oh, okay. What about you, Dave? You agree? Almost. I agree that Le'Veon Bell was going to be hurt. I am not 100% convinced. I think he'll be hurt in the first quarter of the season. Um, Former Steeler running back Mike Collier all but guaranteed it when he talked to me um, earlier this, this winter. Um, because of, he says, take it from an NFL running back. You can't take that much time off and come back without an injury. He will get injured. I'm not sure it's going to be season ending. I would not be surprised if Le'Veon Bell comes back for this game, but it's not going to matter. The Steelers are going to go in there and win. I do like the Steelers to win this game. Uh, I think that there's going to be some motivation there. Not as much motivation as it would be if they were playing the Raiders and Antonio Brown, but there's going to be motivation defensively to shut Le'Veon Bell down. I don't think Sam Darnold's going to win the game on his own. That's if Bell's playing. I like the Steelers. So week 17, they travel to M&T Bank Stadium here in Baltimore, Maryland. The ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. So it's December 29th, right before New Year's, 1 p.m. kickoff. Brian? Who wins the Battle of the uh, Charm City? Well, real quick, uh, Jeff, do you have a tradition when you drive past that stadium like I do? Yes. Yes. I showed <laughs> that there's a different bird that flies by MT Bank Stadium. <laughs> I, I released that same bird. In fact, I released two of them. And I'm not afraid to take a <laughs> selfie of it when I do so. I think the last time I sent you a selfie and you just sent back, good man. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, the Steelers do not win. The Steelers do not win this game, but it doesn't matter. They already have the division wrapped up. Mason Rudolph is your quarterback. Yes. The Ravens are Sorry. the Ravens <laughs> are battling for a wild card. Um, they they get the, they get the win here, but Steelers already have the division. So I'm the, I'm not concerned about this game. I have them winning one, two, three, four, like five straight to uh at that point, and I think uh, that gives them an eleven to five season. I'm not concerned with a loss Dave, here. Dave, what are your thoughts? I think they're going to need the win in order to win the division. I think they'll they might even have the playoffs to where they could could probably be in the wild card no matter what. I think they're going to need the win, and I think hey, they've won two straight in Baltimore. They've already seen Lamar Jackson. They're going to go in there and win it, even if it is Mason Rudolph. Don't get me so excited. Hey, Lamar Jackson might be hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me so excited talking about Mason Rudolph like this, guys. Come on. Okay, so let's let's go with, I'm going to say that they lost earlier. I said that they lost at Heinz Field to the Ravens. I think they go in M&T Bank. I think this game does have significance in the playoff seeding picture. Maybe they're vying for a first round bye. Maybe they're vying just to solidify their spot and maybe host a home game. But I think it does matter. I think the Steelers win. So that's the last regular season game. Dave, read off our win-loss predictions for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2019. All right. We have Jeff with the Steelers at 13 and 3. And, and Brian and Dave both with the Steelers at 11 and 5. Okay. I could see both. I I, I do look, 
fans and um, you know Lance are going to say that I'm a huge homer, and that's fine because I probably am. Uh, but at the same time, I think this team is going to be a lot better than people give them credit for. They lost Antonio Brown. They lost Le'Veon Bell. I just think this team is going to be much better. I think they're going to be right back in the pack for the, in the AFC. Brian, what are your thoughts on your prediction? Justify it. Explain it if you want. Well, what are your thoughts there? Well, I just think they need some time to figure it out. That's why I have them going three and three, then eleven and five overall. So uh, eight and two down the stretch um, is a successful season. That is uh, figuring it out and uh, finding their stride. So I just think uh, it's going to take a little bit to uh, iron out all the kinks, but they will do it. So keep the faith. Okay. What about you, Dave? Explain your eleven and five prediction. Um. I, I think they have a ceiling of 14 and two and a basement of eight and six. Um, I think they really have six wild card games in there. Eight um, and six. That's eight. Yeah. Wait, sorry. Eight and eight. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, why do I have eight and six right now? Yeah. Eight and eight. Sorry. Eight and six going into the last two games. No, meaning I have six games in there that, that could go either way. I made them go three and three in those games in order for them to finish 11 and five. So okay. I could see it. I've, I'm given a plus or minus three for when I have their wins at 11. Um, I, I think they're going to get eight no matter what. I'm, I'm more towards the at least 10, as many as 12. Realm. I do notice some interesting trends. Uh, all three of us have the Steelers going two and two in one of those quarters. Uh, Brian has it in the first quarter, and you and I have it in the second quarter. But uh, other than that, um, lots of uh, Brian and I have three three and ones for the other ones, and you have a three and one and two four and O's in there. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and and so let's look at the schedule quickly before we call it a show. I don't want this show to be extremely long. Um, I, I'm trying to look, I'm looking at in, in, if you haven't checked out, go to behind check out the article that Liz Simon put up with the schedule on it. It's a really beautiful image that he created that is broken down by the quarter. So it's really easy to see with the logos and everything. Uh, personally, I'm trying to figure out which quarter of the season is going to be that one, because, you know, in the past, like even last year, everyone said, man, look at that back end of the schedule. That is rough. Um, I look at this one and I, I look at each quarter and I say, okay, first quarter, Patriots, Seahawks, 49ers, Bengals. Yeah, there's some tough games, but there's also some not so tough games. Second quarter, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins, Colts. I guess if there's a tough one, that might be it. Third quarter, Rams, Browns, Bengals, Browns. Depends on what the Browns are like this year. And then the last quarter, Cardinals, Bills, Jets, Ravens. If anything, guys, agree or disagree, that last quarter should be the easiest quarter of them all, correct, Brian? Yeah, and really, I mean, I conceivably can have them going 4-0. I just did not want to make this a 12-4 and team. Um, so I really think they could end they could end this entire, uh, the, the second half, 7-1. and Dave, you think that last quarter is the toughest, or easiest, I'm sorry? In April, it is. Good point. But everything, ask me again in October, because what's going to happen is one of those teams who we think is going to be bad is going to have quite a season. And there's going to be teams there along the way that we think are going to be good. And next thing you know, they're below 500. I, I, I could, if we were predicting the, 
the records of their final eight games of the teams when they play them, there's going to be a team that we thought was going to be up there with record and they're going to be terrible. And there's going to be one that we think is going to be terrible that's going to be good. Okay. So if for, yeah. If so, it's the Jets doing well. Um, you know, I mean, we already expect the uh, the Browns to uh, go from seven to nine to maybe nine and seven, but uh, I don't see Buffalo or Arizona doing anything. Now, this it, I don't want to get off on a tangent here because I have not looked at the entire NFL schedule yet. I looked at the Steelers schedule. That's what we're breaking down. But I did find it interesting. And thanks to Heath Henry in the live chat that writes that the Oakland Raiders, according to him, they only got one primetime game this season. So there you go, AB. Pittsburgh, five of them. The Max can't get more than five. Pittsburgh always has five. They've got two Sundays, two Mondays, and a Thursday. And Oakland, one. And you're guaranteed one because every team has a Thursday night game. So they got the minimum. So, okay. um, Is is there anything about this schedule, guys, that when you looked at it, whether it was dates, times, locations, was there anything about this schedule that you're like, "This this is weird or anything like that? Well, I will concede to Dave real quick because I we texted back and forth and he was upset about something and I'll let him say that, but it's just not right. Um, uh, I have a feeling you are talking about that this is now the fifth straight year that the Steelers are opening on the road. It's the longest streak in franchise history and it is the long, longest current streak in the NFL. I wonder why that happens. Um you know, the Bruinies are are very influential, you know, in, in the National Football League. I, I'm kind of surprised that, that would be allowed to happen, if if you know what I mean. I that is five straight years, Dave. Five straight years. Sheesh. Um, you know, when I look at the schedule, that I, that's incredible. I didn't realize that, but come to think of it, it makes sense now. And when I look at the schedule, I always kind of look at you know, okay, so week three they travel to the West Coast, but when they come back, they play Monday night. Week eight, they travel to the West Coast. They have a bye the following week. Week 14, they travel to the Mountain Time Zone. And they come back and they play a regular Sunday game. So I look at that and say, that's okay. You know what I mean? That, that's not too bad. And then I look at cold weather cities. Uh, where are they going to be? In, like in Cleveland, November 14th. Eh, not, not great, but it could be worse. They could be playing them in end of December. and That's bad. Um, things like that, like Buffalo, Buffalo comes to Pittsburgh. You're not going up to Buffalo on December 15th and week 15, um, dome cities. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't see any domes games this season. Am I wrong? Am I, am I missing one? Anyone see one? Is there nope. Arizona, I not see Arizona's one. not retractable? Is it? I'm, I'm thinking of an actually, old I think Arizona is retractable, or no, maybe it's the turf that goes out. And yeah, in. I don't know. That's, that's what I'm thinking too. I know the turf moves in and out, but the whole reason they got to move the turf out is because it wouldn't always get the sun and the rain when it's in. Okay. Anyone, anyone in the live chat, help us out. Arizona <laughs> dome retractable. Yeah, you can close that. It's yeah. retractable. Okay, so that that might be the only time that they are in a, an enclosed environment. That that's that's huge. I mean, you think about last year, you know, going down to New Orleans, especially, that's tough. You, you look at the road games. Obviously, New England's going to be really difficult to win in that situation, in that circumstance, in that venue. The Chargers are going to be winning. Look, I'm going to go with what my dad always told me. 
you win your games at home and you split on the road, what do you have? 12 and four. And so I look at their home schedule and it's not, it's not at a cakewalk, but at the same time, you got the dolphins, you got the bills. You obviously have the Browns, and the Bengals and the the, the Seahawks and and the Ravens are going to be tough, but at the same time, it's, it's doable. So take care of business at home, split on the road, be careful with your losses. For instance, if you lose in week three to San Francisco, like Brian suggested, it's not the worst loss in the world to lose to an NFC opponent on the road. So there you have it guys. Any other thoughts on the schedule before we call it a show, Brian, we'll go with you first. You guys were just talking about weather and uh, they got a gift by playing in San Francisco in week three, because even though it's California, that is the windiest coldest place to play in November and December. Let me tell you a little bit, little story back in 1993, I went to a Phillies San Francisco Giants game. It was July 23rd. I thought it was a beautiful day. I wore a muscle shirt. I was able to wear muscle shirts back then. It was okay for me. I mean, I had the body to do it. I'm not doing it now. So I'm wearing a muscle shirt. I'm 21 years old. I go to this game. It's a day game. And I froze and I shivered. And there are people wearing parkas in July on a 75 degree day because that's how cold it is coming off of that bay. This was old candlestick, but it's still cold in this. Uh, it'll still be cold in Levi's as, Levi as well. So I'm just saying that's kind of a gift that you're not playing late because the last time they played late out there was 2011, the Monday night game where uh, where the lights went out. And it was cold, and they couldn't do a darn thing out there. So, you know, I put them down for a loss, but that's – I mean, the factors are pretty good that they could do well out there too. Absolutely. What about you, Dave? Any final comments on the schedule that we look at? I just still really think it's weird that they come off the bye and play on Monday. That's not usually something that the NFL does to give, you know, the extra day after the bye. Um, like I said, I would have much rather seen the Monday night and Sunday night switched from before the bye to after the bye, but that's all right. Um, I don't like that both Monday night games are at home. That has nothing to do with how the Steelers play. That has everything to do with uh, tickets to the game because, like I said before, I would much rather watch a primetime game on my couch than at the stadium and drive home at 4 a.m. So how many primetime home games do they have? I see two, right? They have two, but they're both Monday night. Yikes. That's that's probably a tough ticket to sell, am I right? Uh, you are not kidding with that at all. Yeah. So that's a tough sell. Hey, yeah, it, it's it's as I look at this, and, and honestly, tomorrow I'm going to run an article, which I always do after the schedule, which is kind of like my 2019 schedule tidbits, where I, I look at something like, Okay, coming off a bye, they have a Monday night game. That's really rare. Or the fact that, you know, Dave's stat that they have five straight years where they haven't had a home game to open up in week one. Um, You know, little things like that, little tidbits. So check that article out. And by the all means, you should be checking behindthesteelcurtain.com. If you've been checking today, every single rumor that was out about the Steelers, we published in our in our tracker, and it was all correct so it was the week one game was leaked week three at san francisco was leaked the monday nighter in week eight week nine against the colts and week 16 against the jets were all rumored prior to and came to fruition so it's not i'm not taking credit for it all i'm saying is that if you're not checking behind the steel curtain.com make sure that you are before we call it a show here remember the giveaway we're giving away two tickets 
to the Steelers draft party at Heinz Field, the Saturday of the draft. That's rounds four through seven. Free, free, two tickets for free. All you have to do is go back at the beginning of the show, listen to the question, email Dave, and you're going to have to listen tomorrow night, the Steelers preview, live on YouTube, also on our audio platforms, and you'll have our fourth and final question if you want to be a part of this competition. So, gentlemen, it's been a special show. It was cool to break down the schedule with you guys. I thank you for your time. I'll see you all tomorrow night, and hopefully the listeners and viewers will be there as well. We'll see you next time on the Steelers Preview.